0: Welcome to the Unapologetically Fueled Podcast, where we talk nutrition, identity, performance, and the psychology behind it all. Hey everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode. So I wanted to come on here and create just another little episode to talk about Global Running Day and International Running Day, as it used to be called. And I also just kind of wanted to talk about, like, what really makes you a runner, Um, and I'll get all into that in a little bit, but it's just going to be a short bonus episode because it is a great holiday to celebrate. And I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably seen a lot of people post about it on social media, on Instagram, Strava, Facebook, Twitter, whatever social media platforms you use. So I kind of want to just like talk about Global Running Day, what it is, and then also what makes you a runner. So, if we look at the history of Global Running Day, it actually started in 2009, so pretty recently. I personally thought it would have started a lot earlier than that because I feel like running has been around for quite a long time, Um, literally probably since the Stone Ages, but you know what, 2009, great starting (laughs) date. So, in 2009, Global Running Day was referred to as National Running Day, and It actually had... It didn't really have any, like, organized events or anything until 2016 on June 1st. And that was the first inaugural event. So, I think it was... The Boston Marathon champion that year took people on a guided run throughout New York, and people, of course, could like chime in virtually—not virtually like Zoom or like anything we have now as far as virtual races—but they could like record their activity um, and send it in to like the Global Running Day run. And on that day, it's super cool. Over two and a half million people ran from a hundred and seventy-seven different countries. So. In between all of them, according to National Today, it was an estimated 9.2 million miles between everybody who ran um, that day, so that's really cool, and that's just kind of the history. So basically, it started um, just to celebrate our bodies and movement, and it encourages people to get out there and be active, and they considered a run for this Global Running Day, even just a walk around the block, that's how open it was. It doesn't it didn't mean like, oh, you have to go out and race a 5K as hard as you can or run marathons. No. It was you can go out and walk around your block and that was considered part of the run. So, that's just beautiful in my opinion. And it really just started as like I said, just a way to connect people who love fitness and love being active and to encourage activity because As a nation, we're pretty sedentary, so I think that's a really cool motive behind Global Running Day. And to this day, clearly it's celebrated a lot. They, every single year, they have a group run in New York or Boston or somewhere. Some of the big cities on the East Coast, you know, I did not look that up. So um, do not hold me accountable for getting that right. Anyway, um, they have a group run every year out on a big city. And it's really cool how to see just like the running community come together and do what they love and celebrate what our bodies can do. It's so beautiful. And everybody observes it who's a runner I guess and I don't know like I said people are posting on Instagram and their social media platforms and I think it's just really cool like I don't know I've heard this like three times like watching a marathon is like the most intimate way to connect with humanity because it like just running in general this doesn't have to do with marathons I'm sorry I brought in marathons I'm kind of all over the place but here's my point Marathons and running and being a runner and being active, walking around the block, like, it connects humans. Like, movement plus social support is one of the best things we can do for our mental health. And so I just think it's a great holiday to celebrate. So whatever you're doing today, whether it's going out for a walk, going for a run, or resting your body so it can move again in the future... I hope you're celebrating and just appreciating everything that your body can do and recognizing the joy in Global Running Day. And also, just a little caveat, if it is your rest day today on Global Running Day, please do not feel compulsed to go and run. Rest days are super productive because they give your body the chance to replenish itself so you can move again in the future. So if it is your rest day today and it is global running day, instead of going out and doing your activity, instead of resting, just rest. Embrace what your muscles are doing to repair themselves and say, this is awesome. I love rest because it makes me stronger and it'll make me feel better during my next run or activity or walk or whatever you do. So that's just another little caveat I wanted to add. Now I'm going to talk a little bit about what makes you a true runner. I feel like the definition of running has been morphed by social media and Strava and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, you know, all the social media accounts and TikTok, especially TikTok. Oh my goodness. But I feel like there's kind of a misconception about what a true runner is these days on social media. And I want to talk about that a little bit. So if you look at what the dictionary definition of a runner is, the Merriam-Webster definition, it literally says runner, a person who runs, end quote. A person who runs. That's it. That is the definition of a runner. There is nothing that stops you from having that definition in your life, from embracing being a runner. If you have legs that work, and that run, you are a runner. It doesn't matter what pace you're running, what time you're running, you know, what distance you're running. It matters that you got on your shoes or maybe not even got on your shoes. Maybe you're running barefoot. That's awesome too. It matters that you're going out and you're running, whether you run one mile a week or you run 70 miles a week. Nothing makes you less of a runner. I promise you. Right now, social media is so rigged, I feel like, and all the famous runners you see have a certain body type, or they are running a certain pace, they're running, like, Boston qualifying marathons, or they're going as fast as they can in all these races and running 100 mile weeks, and, or maybe even not, at the high school, college level, there's still such a stigma of who is really a runner, like, oh, like, there's a stigma of, oh, if you're you're only a runner if you're D1 or D2. And it's like, well, what about the D3 athletes? Like, you are still a runner. You are still a runner no matter what you do. Like, at any level. Even if you don't run in races, you're a runner. I am going to repeat that so many times, but I just want to get the point across. And also, it doesn't matter what gear you have. You don't need the most expensive gear to be a runner. Another thing on social media that's promoted a lot is... I feel like materialism, and it's, I mean, I've fallen captive to it before, and I know many of you probably have, like all these ads promoting, all these things that runners absolutely need to be a runner, these specific shoes or these specific whatever tools that you use for recovery, and those are great. Those are great to supplement if you really, really need them and for your health, but It doesn't make you less of a runner if you don't have what everybody else has. I promise you. There are things I see on social media, and I'm just like, you know, I really don't need that. And I, of course, there's pressure to get all that stuff, you know. But, like, at the same time, I'm like, I'm not going to just get what the majority of people get just to feel like I'm worthy to be a runner, because you're not. Like, you are a runner no matter what products you have. So, if you look at the Kenyans and the Ethiopians, they are the fastest marathoners in the world. Like, Elliot Kipchoge. Like, he's obviously, like, you all know who he is. If not, he broke the world record for running the marathon, which was two hours and one minute, um, quite a while back. But did you know that he actually started running barefoot? A lot of the Kenyans run barefoot because they can't afford shoes, because they're lives they don't have in their lives they don't have cars and they don't have these transportation vehicles so they literally run barefoot to places that they need to go and they are runners they sure are and they are competitive and fast runners and it just goes to show that you don't need the most expensive shoes to run like if the kenyans who can run these two hour marathon times are achieving these goals and sometimes without shoes Like, guys, like, you don't need to buy the fancy shoes that everybody's talking about all the time. Of course, there's a compulsion. Of course, there's a desire. Like me, I bought the Vaporflies because I wanted them and I wanted to run my half marathon in them. And, of course, they felt great. But at the same time, my worth, I know, isn't defined in my time because, of course, the vapor flies. they help with time and they help with speed and they help with feeling strong and bouncy when you're running. But at the same time, I know my worth isn't any less if I don't wear those vapor flies. Like, when they run out, when I can't, when I reach the 200 miles on them for races, I don't know if I'll get another pair. I mean, depending on how things are going and how my budget is, like, I don't know if I'll get another pair. But something that I do know is that my worth is not defined by my shoes or my pace and neither is yours. I don't care if you run a 17 minute mile or you run a 5 minute mile. I am going to celebrate every single mile of yours regardless of the time because one mile in 17 minutes is still one mile in 5 minutes. You're just out there for longer, enjoying it more, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, as long as you're enjoying it, that's what matters. And running really isn't about beating other people to an extent unless you're like you know in a college sport or whatever but like running is about showing up for yourself it's really showing yourself what is possible when things get really hard it's showing yourself that you can do hard things you can come and run and just enjoy it and experience a joy from something and it's just so beautiful. It's about self-growth. There's this thing on Lululemon Tags, and it says, you race you. And there is nothing better than that, honestly, in my opinion. I love that quote. Like, even if you don't get a PR all the time, even if you're not running for PRs, you're still a runner, and I think that's awesome. Like, one of the coolest... Instagram pages that I love. It's at run to the finish, um, coach Amanda Brooks. She, it was awesome. I got to spend some time with her during the Bayshore marathon this weekend and she gave such great advice and we ran a little bit together with a group and had a really yummy brunch and it was super cool to get to connect with her. But she posted on her Instagram recently, like a valid way to run or a valid reason to run is simply because of joy. If you're running just because of joy, that's beautiful. Like, that is awesome. It's promoting your mental health. You're a runner and it makes you happy. And that's just so awesome. So I don't want anybody to feel pressure on today or any day to feel like they have to measure up to standards that society has put on us, especially with Strava becoming so popular, you know, are you pushing your runs because you want to look good for a certain Strava post? Are you pushing your body to its limits just so you can have that Strava local legend or so you can have that Strava pace show up on your post? And you know, I think it's kind of annoying how when you take your easy runs really easy, where you're supposed to be with your heart rate under 150, like people don't give as many kudos on Strava because they think, oh, this must be easy for them. Why are we only giving each other kudos for the hardest hardest efforts that we do because you know what it is mentally tougher to slow down sometimes and that is something that we should really celebrate so whether or not you have a strava or an instagram or anything where you're comparing yourself with other runners don't compare yourself we are all built very, very differently. Our genetic codes were built differently, as I've said a million times on this podcast, and I talk about that in regards to fueling, but our body frame, our cardiovascular blood output is different. Like, somebody might be working just as hard to PR and run a 15-minute mile than somebody is to run a 5-minute mile. And Both progress is just as awesome and just as beautiful, and I celebrate that every single day. I get so excited to see that somebody's growing and making progress and running for the love of it, and there should be no comparison. So if you find yourself comparing today, just try and take a step back. Look at the progress that you have made. Look at your journey as a runner. Maybe look at yourself when you were younger. Say, What would she or he or they say about who I am now as a runner? And I just think it's really cool because running is such a beautiful sport and it's such a beautiful community and you can really take the joy out of it if you find yourself comparing all the time to other people. So today on Global Running Day, I want you to embrace the runner that you are Because the runner that you are is different from every other runner in the entire world. And you know what? That difference is beautiful and it's amazing and it's so awesome. And it should be celebrated every day. So whether or not you ran today or you run or you have or if you've run in the past three years, celebrate it because you are a runner and you are worthy of celebrating every accomplishment in your life. Whether or not you're the first one to cross the finish line. Or you're crossing the finish line when the course is closing. Or you don't go to a finish start line at all. I want you to celebrate yourself. Because you, as a runner, I'm talking to you right now. Yes, you, listening to this podcast. You have made so much progress. And I am so proud of your growth. And I am so proud of the runner that you are. Because nobody can replace the runner that you are. So it is time to just embrace who you are. Run those easy runs easy with that low heart rate. Do not compare yourself to others and celebrate the starting line of every single run because it truly is. And you are enough and you are valid and you are a human before you are a runner. And yeah, I just want to disclaim a runner. The dictionary definition is right. A runner is simply a person who runs. There we go. That is what makes you a runner if you run. Anyway, I just wanted to come on here and say that because there's such a stigma right now around who is a runner and I think it's great to just put that out there that it's doesn't matter who you, you know, all that other stuff doesn't matter. It's if you run. So I just wanted to say that and happy Global Running Day and I hope you're celebrating and you all are amazing and worth it and always... DM me or reach out to me if you ever just want to chat. And also, I love to hear about your accomplishments. So if you made it to this far in the podcast, I want you to DM me with um, one thing that makes you happy from running um, that you've noticed in the past year. Yes, one thing this year from running that has made you happy. And it doesn't have to be an accomplishment. It could simply be getting outside. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening and happy Global Running Day. However you are celebrating, I hope you're having an amazing day.